Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. All right, Boomer and Geo coming to you live for the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network, inching closer and closer to Championship Weekend. Tomorrow night, we got the big tellers event with Coach Cower and Boomer and me. And I was getting that we were having, you know, we're talking about maybe stopping in the Portland. That got the whole town all riled up. I mean, oh, and sorry I said, about that. And I said, you know, you just got to, everybody relax. I don't, don't expect this to happen. I mean, there's a chance, there's a small chance that it happens, but don't expect it to happen. You know, all sorts of texts. And I'm, when, when should I be there? What time do you think? Can I get I mean, them yeah, I'm not dragging Coach Cower all over South Shore, Long Island. That's what I said. You know, I mean, I got to be careful with this. You know, I only get him a day or two a year. That is true. I don't want to abuse it. And this is a long way. I mean, I sure he it would be great. It'd be one of the great moments in Portly Villager history. You know, if both you guys walked in there and were hanging out at the same time, but I'm not putting. Well, I mean, any pressure I mean, I've been there plenty of times. Yeah, I've been there twice. Yeah, it's true. But I'm seeing both you guys, Ed and Cody. I've Cameron. been in there well before this show. Really? Good. Yes. Nice. So See what I, I'm wearing today, by the way. What are you wearing? Oh, you got, yeah, I got the Portland, Portland, there you got it. Yeah. Your quarters in. Nice. Huh? Okay, good. And I was like, I might as well give him a little love, even if you guys are not going to show up there. But I am excited for that. Right. I'm excited to get Coach Cower. I told you I had a great conversation with Coach Cower off the air in Atlanta during that Super Bowl where I was actually going to the hotel gym every day because I was totally into working out at that time in my life. And I was on the treadmill and behind me, I heard, <laughs> <laughs> I said, I know that grunt. I turned around as Coach Cower doing uh, uh, bench pressing. And then we talked for like a half an hour. It was an awesome conversation. But I don't get him a lot off the air. You know, we, we talk yes. to him on the air. I don't get him a lot off the air. So to get him off the air on Thursday at Tellers is awesome. And there's still a few tickets left, I yeah, believe. A couple, yep. Uh, just a few at tellerschophouse.com. You just click on the Boomer Esiason at Tellers Next Door link. And you can, it brings you right to where you can buy tickets. Obviously, all of it benefiting the foundation, tax deductible, all of that good My stuff. My staff said it's ready to rock and roll. Teller's all ready to roll. It's going to be a first class event, great food, great drinks, and hopefully a fun time with you, me, and coach. Absolutely. Well, hopefully, it's a lock. Yes. It's going to be a fun time. Okay. Absolute lock. Gurmeet in Hoboken is on the fan. What's up, Gurmeet? Hey, guys. Hey, Boomer. Hey, Gio. Love the show. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. You're me. What's happening? Guys, so I have two comments. First one, you know, I'm, I listen to your show every day morning on my morning walk to work on Odyssey. So I'm still on the 7 a.m. hour, so I'm an hour behind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a long but walk. Huh? Yeah, it's a long walk. How <laughs> meet where you're walking to and from? So I walk, uh, well, I mean, I commute, so I 
go from Hoboken to New York City. Uh, there we go. So I take a path train and then uh, walk over another 20 blocks. Okay. So I, was, I get a little exercise in. Yeah, I mean, you know, there is, I'm sure there are like millions of people coming from, you know, Hoboken, Jersey, Newark, Harrison, and just like me, I feel a lot of other people will enjoy listening into the show because you guys bring so much cheer and joy, to be honest. Oh, thank you. Um, and I feel like you should be, or the show should be like promoting uh, some of this, you know, in the paths, in the buses. Like, I want to see more of, like, Boomer and Geo mentioned all over, uh, you know, Jersey side of the Hobo, uh, of the Hudson. Oh, you mean, like, uh, like, in promotions and, like, billboards and things of that nature? Yes, the billboards. And if you go into, like, you know, subways and path trains, right? Yes. Like, how there is always, like, some promotion of... For all these crappy other shows, shows out there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, the the uh, promotional budget for radio mm -hmm. these days uh, does not exist, to be quite frank with you, Gurmeet, but <clears throat> we would love that. It's not because we don't want it. It's just yeah. one of those things that they choose not to spend and money on any longer. No, we, we end up promoting ourselves more most of the time anyway. Yeah. 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 I, I think we need to set up like a fundraiser or GoFundMe page for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there's better yeah. causes than that, but we we love your dedication to the yes. show, Gurmeet. Yes. And, and by the way, we did do that Boomer and Geo Live over there in Jersey City, and we were hanging out there. That was a big promotion in that area at White Eagle I Hall. I know the, the White Eagle Hall. You actually opened me up to White Eagle Hall. Now I go there uh, with my wife, you know, some Fridays for other shows that they have. Oh, nice. Look at that, like indie bands and all sorts of stuff that they have there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, that whole area is growing up more like, I would say, Brooklyn. You know, they're blocked off the street. You can just walk. The bars are there. Very nice restaurants. So it's all coming along very, very nicely. Well, we appreciate you listening every day, Gurmeet. And uh, did you have to, do you wanted to say something about Phil Sims, yes, Al yes, told yes, me? Yes, yes. So I have a second comment, which was, you know, like I said, I'm at a 7 a.m. hour. And how uh, you guys talked about Phil Sims uncensored, right? Yeah. So now that has got me curious. Like, I have to find Phil Sims uncensored. I don't know how that looks like. You're not going to find and, it, Gurmeet. I'm telling you. He is a guy. He's a professional. He keeps his off-air stuff off-air. He is hilarious. You're not going to find anything on YouTube of Phil Sims Uncensored. And, and quite frankly, I don't. I would love to see it selfishly, but I, I also don't think it'd be good for his his brand of who he is. Like I just, I but, think. But think about it, right? So that's the thing I want to. If Phil is listening, right? Mm -hmm. Just the example is Brian Cranston, right? From earlier years. He was like a model dad, much like Phil now, right? And then he moved into Breaking Bad and became like the, you know, the badass or the baddest ass drug dealer. Yeah. And that has become his new brand. Fair. I'd, love to see, I'd love to see Phil as a drug dealer. Yes. That would be great. The, a badass drug dealer, badass Phil drug Sims. dealer, yes. Yeah, Gurmeet, and we appreciate the call and uh, get to work safe and, and keep listening. But... That's different. That's an actor portraying a role. When Phil is uncensored off the air, that is that is organically and yeah, I truly know. Phil Sims. If you want to see him uncensored, just go knock on his door. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he used to call. Didn't he used to call Eddie off the air and when you were producing shows and just rip people to you? 
Oh, yeah. But he didn't want to go on and talk to the host. He just needed to get it off his chest. Oh, yeah. It happened all the time. Yeah. And he, like, that is essentially the, the greatest version of Phil Sims. Well, he does a, he does a podcast with the son, Matt. And but it's he, like his it's, super football stuff. Yeah, it's though. super football stuff. But you can, you, if you know him, I know him. Yeah. yeah. So when, when I watch that. I see. I, there's some of that in there. Oh, there is. Yeah, but you won't like. But you have to know him to understand it. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. Know? He he did do. I remember with that Zach Wilson or Zach Wilson <clears throat> Zach Gelb interview he did, and he was asked about Tommy DeVito starting over Daniel Jones during yes, the middle. Of, and yes. he, he, there was a little bit of that that came out in that Zach Gelb interview. He was like, "Oh, let me think about it." No. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, yeah." There's a little bit, a little taste, right? Little taste of that. Maybe, maybe what we should do after this year's Super Bowl, since we'll all be together, mm-hmm. we should have a few Casamigos after the game. Go right to the studio, turn the microphones on, and just let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be fun, and we'll see what happens. And we won't, we won't put it out live. We'll just see what happens, and then we'll take make sure we take some of the stuff out. I don't want to listen. We don't need to get Phil Sims canceled here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'll be right there with him. Okay. All right, very good. So are you. Yeah, I will. Nick in New Jersey. What's going on, Nick? Boom, Gio. Love you guys, man. What's up? Thanks, Nick. What's happening? Uh, Gio, I, <laughs> I was just on Instagram, and I follow Lil Dicky on Instagram. Yeah. Um, I saw he put up a story. He was sitting courtside at the Lakers-Clippers game last night, which... I oh. think lines up at the time you were supposed to be. Whoa. No, I don't Whoa. think it does because that's out in L.A., right? So that was what tipped off 10 p.m. Uh, uh, Eastern time, and I, this was for 7 p.m. Eastern time. So that be would have been 4 o'clock out there. Oh, so he, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of Lil Dicky, but I'm also a huge fan of you guys. I wasn't trying to stir it up. <laughs> no, I, listen, I, appre- I appreciate it. And he's super talented. I'm not, I don't even necessarily blame him. It's not his fault. He's probably thinking, what the hell am I doing this stupid crap for anyway? Let me get out of here. It was just the people that were, like, handling him, I think, were the ones that screwed it up, you know? Spike. He wasn't. He Spike was. Spike asked you to do it. It's on Spike, man. Spike was feeding some feral raccoon somewhere like a bottle of milk can't wait to spike calls <laughs> Spike up. was no part of it like there's no way spike's gonna call me up next year and say hey can you come on and talk about jalen hurts and i'll say yeah fine and then i'm not gonna show up for the interview just because of this <laughs> that'd be great i appreciate that i, like I got that. you back biggs i like that you spike you spike <laughs> i know we're having fun with this yeah it really was not his fault i do i really was not his fault but, I mean, it's things like this that show you that he couldn't handle this job, you know? Right. It's situations like this that show you that he has to go and, and spread his wings elsewhere. Go to Philadelphia. Right. Climb back into... Oh, there. There we go. There's Listen. old Dickie. Who's he with there? Who's that? Fetty Wap, maybe? The Fetty Wap and little Dickie? I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Any idea, Al, who uh, little Dickie's sitting with? I-, I do not know who that is. Might be Fetty Wap. Hard to see. He's wearing sunglasses. Uh, Steven Waldron, CBS Sports. What's up, guys? His name is Gata. G A T A. G A T A. Gata. Okay. Oh, there we go. Ga- like Gata. Gata. Like Alligator. Alligator. So, you a Gata fan, Stephen Waldron? What was that? Sorry. Are you a Gata fan? I just learned his name from. People screaming, get in the control room. 
Oh, really? You got, By the you way, got it, sounds like you're a little, it sounds like you're a little under the weather, Stephen. Just the voice. Just the voice, okay. How are those tickets for Cirque du Soleil coming? Uh, stand by. <laughs> I think you turned everybody off on it. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's not us that turned people off to right. Cirque du Soleil. It's Cirque du Soleil that turned people off to Cirque du Soleil. No, Cirque du Soleil is actually a fun uh, show. Is uh, Are you a little Dickie fan, a Dave fan? I know the show. I've never seen it, though. Okay. What's with this voice thing? we got to get this figured out. That all last winter you had this terrible voice situation. Yeah, you didn't even know it was me. I remember. Yeah. So, I mean, do they ever tell you what's going on? Like, why every winter do you sound like a different guy? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. Well, it's a pain, uh, you know what? Everyone Ass. on the internet says if you go uh, carnivore, it cures everything. <laughs> yeah. Just go carnivore. Are you eating seed oils and processed meats? Lots of them. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm telling you. That's why I'm walking. I'm not, you know, I'm not even going to get cocky immune system right now. I'm not going cocky immune system. I'll knock on wood. I'm not doing it. I'm about to do it, but I'm not going to do it. I have residual phlegm, but other than that, I'm pounded through everything. So this guy, Gata, is in the series, Dave. With, okay. With Dave or Lil Dickie or whatever we're calling everybody now. I have no idea. We, you know, we need some names. Right. All I know is I got little dicked last night. <laughs> Waiting for him to pop on my laptop. <laughs> That's all I know. He's a hype man in the show. He's a hype man in the show? Okay. I'm told. <laughs> Thanks, Steven. Uh, get some of that. What was that? Buckley's cough drops? Buckley's? Yes. Buckley's yes. Canadian cough drops. Get some of those. Uh, Jason is in Brooklyn. What's going on, Jason? Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I just have two comments, if you don't mind. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, Jason. Yeah, of yeah, course. So this one's for Jerry Recco, just to cheer him up a little bit. So I know, you know, I'm a Knicks fan, by the way, but I live in Brooklyn. So prior to KD coming over here, that whole fiasco, I was kind of rooting for the Nets because they had a really good uh, good squad, even though they weren't really, you know, they were just very competitive. Nonetheless, I think if you want to make the Nets relevant, um, you know, hire Jeff Van Gundy, um, and, you know, in the, in the, the offseason. Mm. That's interesting. That'll, yeah, I like that. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't part of the reason why they said they let Jeff Van Gundy go was to make it easier for him to jump back into coaching if he wanted to. Was I, I did I read that somewhere? It's a, somehow there's a faint memory of that. But yeah, that's that would be a really good one because especially like well, Knicks fans would pay attention to that too with Jeff Van Gundy's ties to the organization. So I do like that. Yeah, I think he'll. You know, like it'll be. I think he likes being the like the little arch enemy. You know, because when he left the Knicks, I think he left the Knicks. It was something had to do with something with nine eleven. And then I think was the next. Yeah, year, he was he was overwhelmed. Like he he yeah. became like he. I I don't want to speak for him, but I think he was just overwhelmed by the whole thing and the loss of some people in his life and stuff like that. So yes, yeah. But I think so, he's ready to go back to coaching. That way he's working uh, for the Boston Celtics now. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but um, it'll be it'll be great because you know I think a lot of Knicks fans are Jeff and Gundy fans. You know I think they always you know he was always under you know underappreciated not for the Knicks but in the NBA because of the whole thing with Pat Riley. Yes, um, but but I think that I don't think that'll spark the Nets. And you know I want to see the Nets being relevant because I am from Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, but I am always going to root for the Knicks if they play the Nets. Did you go to the game last night or no? No, I watched it on TV. Yeah, you know, I'm going to wait for the Nets tickets to get cheaper than how going up. Perfect, love it, Jason. Yeah, thanks for the call. Yeah, oh, that's, I, he might have had something else. And I just hung okay. up. I didn't know that. I feel bad for Jason. Sorry, yeah. Jason. Good call back. Too, you know, by the way, that's um, a good idea. Uh, yeah, I do like that idea. I remember. I mean, Jeff Van Gundy's press conferences 
towards the end there were, I mean, nobody looked unhealthier than that man. Yeah, he was tough. Yeah, I mean, though. he was just pale. He had bags under his eyes. I remember he had the Diet Coke sitting in front of him. And I just remember, he'd be like, you know, we didn't rebound the basketball like we need to. The only guy out there who was playing with heart was Larry. And that just every game, it was the same thing. He Couldn't, sounded like Stephen Waldron. And Larry, yeah, he did. He did. He had the same throat disease that yeah. Stephen Waldron well, we acquires. All, we all have that this time of year. Uh, we do. It does happen. But I feel like Stephen, like we talk a lot. Stephen does not. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So if you imagine if he talked as much as we did, he'd be, be a mute. You know, it's amazing. Every time we do reach out to him. Uh, guys, yeah, we, there's always a different voice on the other end. It always sounds different. Maybe he's just going home early, and it's one of the other guys, like Giselli or something, is trying to sound like Steven. Maybe that's what it is. That could be it. You know? Just like, hey, guys. You just pretend you sound congested or something. <laughs> I don't believe it's me. Because I got to get home. <laughs> Enough of this. I got to beat the traffic. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though. He's looking forward to Vegas. He's going to be you got fine. Got the street. I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. All right. Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What is this, a Fender Rhodes piano? Is that what this is? I feel like it's... I'm not sure. This is a Billy Joel, though. Deep cut. Deep cut. You know what the Fender Rhodes piano is? No. It's like... It just sounds, it sounded different. It had its day in like the 60s. It would show up in Beatles songs and stuff. And it just has a different sound to it. It's like electronic type of sound. By the way, Billy Joel's coming out with a new song. Why? <laughs> I thought like a new album. It's at least one new song. I thought it was a new album. If it's a new album, I didn't know. He's down in Florida. He's got more money now. They've party. just announced a song so oh, far. Just one, one song. song, yeah. Okay. But yeah. is he working on an album? Doesn't say. Uh, Billy Joel to drop first new song in nearly 20 years. Yeah. It is Turn the Lights Back On, February 1st. So maybe he's not going to stop doing his shows at the Garden. He's got a new song. Got to bust that out, right? When reached for comment, Jerry said, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, you're Billy Joel. Like, you don't need a new song. You've got 4,000 great ones already. Yeah, I mean, I think he probably 
at this point in his life would but, rather not be performing and he can go into the studio, release a song, okay. maybe he gets the money that way. But here, there, there's my question, and this is part of the why. How do they make money anymore? No one buys discs. They get pennies on the dollar from the right from the music. Yeah, but he'll, he'll get he'll get some money from this. It's, yeah, he'll I think he'll get some Especially money if he writes it and it's streaming okay. and all yeah, that. Yeah, I, mean, sure. you get Spotify, I didn't think they made Apple any money unless they the toured now. That's generally where yeah. they get the most money from. But there, there's so no instead doubt. of a concert a month, they'll just now do a song a month. <laughs> Yeah. I was thinking maybe what we should do is maybe we should buy his house over there in Center Island and put a studio there. And we could all live together like in a like in a commune. Commune, yeah. Mm. Be like a cult. Yeah. You well, seen his house out there? Center Island? Yeah. Take a look at it. It's amazing. Well, it doesn't sound like we're going to be able to afford this. Nah, house. It's, it's a little bit out of our price range. Right afford there. my house. House <laughs> 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 on Center Island. It's for sale. So, Billy Joel. Yeah, here we go. Uh, yeah. Inside Billy Joel's spectacular Long Island waterfront. Ma- oh yeah, come on. Yeah, I mean, was it thirty million dollars? No, it's got to be more? more than that. More. Okay, yeah, it's got to be yeah. more than that. forty-nine. Yeah, forty-nine. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 bucks. It's a few bucks. Yeah, and now he's in Florida to make more bucks. Chop it up five ways. <laughs> Chop it up. <laughs> come on. Al, you could have the garage. I take that. It's about yeah, the size of my place now. Exactly. Well, no, it's bigger. actually much bigger. It's like a 10-car garage, I think. Eddie can just sleep outside. He'd probably prefer that. Just give him like a husky dog and a tent. <laughs> wow, this place is crazy. Yeah, it's beautiful. Well, there you go. So uh, apparently we're going to play, I was told, we're going to play part of this Billy Joel song. Like we're going to, when it comes out, we're going to get like a preview of it. And wow. We're going to play it here. Are you doing an interview with Little Dicky on that? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. Is this a spike idea? Because if it is, you don't have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a spike idea. It was a spike suggestion. He's like, they're asking if you guys want to play. I was like, there's no harm in that. Oh, we love yeah. Billy Joel. Yeah. yeah, of course. So, and then uh, Michael Del Judas get working on it. Michael <laughs> Del Judas came in and uh, we, we called in and played a song for us, didn't he? Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. During, during COVID. That was a very depressing song. Very depressing song. That was a pandemic kickoff the summer. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to do virtual kickoff this summer. And it went about as well as you might expect. <laughs> yeah. And Poor then, Mike. Remember the, the best part about that was the winner of. <laughs> we gave away a Boomer and Geo virtual barbecue, right? Yes, where we would send them yes. stuff and pay for. Pay for this barbecue with like your family. We thought so. This, this thing got effed up so many different ways. So the first thing was it was like, tell us about your backyard. Who's got the best backyard to host this party? But it turned into who had the worst life. <laughs> and who, who knew the most people who had died from, from COVID? COVID? Yeah, yes. So it was like my mother, my father, my grandfather. My uncle, I got another one on a respirator, and we're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I wish we still had the text messages between Al and I oh, from that show. Oh, oh, my God. And we're like, hey, how big's your deck? He's like, well, you know, my father's in the hospital. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Do you have a tough. Weber grill? That was tough. Yeah. And then when we <laughs> when the winner is announced, we do this Zoom with them, with all of us. 
And like this was during a time you weren't. This was the height of COVID, so you weren't allowed technically to have a lot of people. They had like five hundred <laughs> mother effers in their backyard. It was like a Trump rally. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so we recorded it. We were supposed to put it out we on social. We couldn't, couldn't do, do it, it because people it. were going to get mad that there was a, a gathering of that many people. Some people were going to get mad. Not all people. Some oh people. Oh, my God. What a mess that was. I mean, we tried. Good you know? times. We Good tried. Good times is right. We really tried to Oof. do the best we could. Holy and We didn't shake that off till the boat party. Which, by the way, we had to have COVID restrictions during that, too. I know. We were only allowed to sell X amount of tickets because of capacity rules in New York State. And oh. that still looked pretty great. You just realized just how stupid all that was. <laughs> I know. I Listen, I, oh. I, know, I, I know lots of people passed away, but there's another side of that that we're going to look back on. And I know say, a lot of people lost the, their jobs for no reason right, exactly. whatsoever. But it's going to be one of the, like biggest crimes against humanity we have seen some of the people that lost their jobs and got businesses shut down and the mental damage that children had to deal with and their graduation screwed and all this stuff healthy young adults or kids who had their entire lives flipped sideways because no one knew what they were doing whatever it's for another day. Okay. Jerry, uh, Aaron Rodgers on the line yes. right now. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, uh, what do you got there, Jerry? Brought to you by Jack Pocket. Order official state lottery games on your phone. After the Nets had blown a nine-point lead to start the fourth quarter, they were trying to come back on the Knicks and could not. Nets break apart. O'Neal gets it into Bridges near the midcourt line. Bounce pass Cam Johnson. Right wing three for the tie. No good. Randall with a rebound. Surrounded and fouled with 3.1 to go. Cam Johnson got a good look. But it missed. <laughs> We're outside! Jeez. Someone sent me a very oh, funny Photoshop oh, boy. of me and little Dicky next to each other hmm. with a nice little caption there. Didn't go so good for you. Like it didn't for the Nets last night, but good for the Knicks who win 108-103. They outscored the Nets uh, by 14 in the fourth quarter. Jacques Vaughn says they simply beat us. It comes down to... Uh, um, the multiple bodies that they're sending to the rim, which we knew they were going to. That's a part of their game plan. Um, but we got to hit and come away with it somehow uh, if we want to win ball games like these. And they're not, not, winning not that I'm after Jacques Vaughn's job or any of that mm-hmm. other stuff, but we did have a caller call in who probably had a pretty good idea for the Nets if they want to get back to legitimacy. Which was? Uh, hire Jeff Van Gundy as their coach <clears throat> next year. Well, a, it's not Jacques Vaughn's fault. But a, he, you know, well, he has he, not had a good year. Yeah, but here's the problem. He's picking up the pieces of the remnants of no, what his, he's left his No, his lineups are all over the place. He doesn't play the hot hand sometimes. Cam Thomas should be playing more than he... No, they, trust me. There are issues. If you're a Net fan, you're not thrilled with Jacques Vaughn. Well, maybe maybe Jeff Van Gundy is your coach next year. How's that sound? That would be very interesting. That was a pretty good idea. Gio and I actually thought that was a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I know that players are generally the thing that drives the engine in the NBA. But if you're going to say that a coach, coach could, a coach could come in and do that, Jeff Van Gundy would, be, especially in New York with his history in this city. Yeah, so that's I, I. I thought it was a good idea. Where's as well. Phil Jackson? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, it's high somewhere in a, <laughs> on a mountaintop with a goat. <laughs> That's where he is. <laughs> He's doing goat yoga. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in Montana. The crazy oh part is, God. he might be. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Very possible. Yeah. Um, here was Jalen Brunson. We played this highlight earlier about the, the block shot with the Nets on the break and then Josh Hart saving the ball. The Knicks go down the other way. They get the Julius Randle dunk. Really a big play in the game. Here was Brunson on that play and how they handled it. Play of the year so far. 
Um, important time of the game, uh, the hustle, and then the finish on the other end. That's a uh, that's pretty big. And he's been pretty big. 30 points. Same for Randall. The Knicks move 10 games over 500 now at 27 and 17, having won four straight. Uh, elsewhere of note, Clippers beat the Lakers 127 116. No LeBron in that game. And the Bucks at 30 and 13 fired head coach Adrian Griffin. Here was Thibodeau, Tibbs, on the firing of Griffin, despite the fact that Milwaukee was having a pretty good season. It's uh, unfortunate. It's the sad part of the business. Good man, good coach. You hate to see it, but that's our reality. That's what you've signed up for. So don't know if it's going to be Doc Rivers or not. Indications are it will be, but there is nothing firm on that as of now. College basketball tonight. St. John's plays Villanova. Seton Hall is home for Providence. From the NFL, I'll give you one from the Chiefs' bills on Sunday in terms of where Buffalo goes from here. Here's their head coach, Sean McDermott. Says We're still in a good spot. Got the quarterback. What do you do with Joe Brady now at this point going into the offseason? you got to have the buy-in from your franchise quarterback, or any quarterback for that matter. And um, certainly at the end of the day, it'll be my decision. And um, But, um, yeah, it's, I respect Josh's opinion, uh, respect his position on it, and, and uh, it, does, it does factor into the overall equation. It'd be nice to have some stability in the offense, especially with the way that they played and the way that he finished. I mean, he had, I would say, a good 11 games. Josh Allen, I'm talking about. 11 games where he was the best player in the NFL. I mean, he was that dynamic. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Well, we'll see what they do. Uh, They're not playing this weekend because the Chiefs beat them and they moved on to Baltimore. Now, during that game, you had uh, Travis on the field, Jason Kelsey in the suite. Of course, Taylor Swift was there. So they released portions of this New Heights podcast, which I saw this morning. So here's Jason talking about how his wife was basically begging him to act properly around Taylor Swift since I guess they were meeting her for the first time. She's like, do not be on your best behavior. I was like, Kylie, when I met you, the first day I met you, I was blacked out drunk and fell asleep (laughs) at the bar. This is part of the charm. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. He says at the end of the day, I am what I am. I want to make my best first impression. This is my best chance. My best first impression is a, the worst impression ever, so I, I could just build that from that bar, point nice on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we know he was shirtless. He was chugging beers. He was jumping into the crowd. So how did it go? Well, Travis revealed. Well, Tay says she absolutely loved you, so it <laughs> Well, I felt like it was a scene out of old school where Will Ferrell's <laughs> running. Dude, I got so many of those. We're going gifs. streaky. Right, so they would go on. But apparently, apparently, we'd all love to hang out with that guy. Oh, I don't yeah, give sure. a crap what you say, except for Patrick Mahomes Senior, who was exactly he didn't seem very. Happy. <laughs> he did not seem to enjoy that situation. I like the way that you know Travis calls Tay Tay. Yes, I know. Very nice. And how Tay about loved it. Yes. and how about Brittany Mahomes? It sounds like she's really found herself a found herself a best bud. They were out on the town again the other night. Was yeah. this in Kansas City or here in New York? That I'm not sure of. I just saw the photos of her getting out of the uh, the limo with with Taylor Swift. Yeah, pretty exciting. How about yeah. that? When does Jackson force kiss Taylor Swift? Is that going to be happening sometime soon? Maybe championship game. I know you that hate better it. not happen. I know you hate it. I love it, man. I'm looking forward to this. Like you know, if they do win this week and that two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, you know what it's going. It's going to be insane. As she flies in from Tokyo, right? That's right. And then you've got so you got this game this week with the Chiefs and the Ravens, the AFC Championship game, and you've got coaches that want a lot from their fans: be loud, be be present. Here was John Harbaugh with the message to the Ravens fans. Just like we tell our players, get a good night's rest, you know, get a good meal before the game, night before the game, you know, get your, get your clock set, uh, 
get, get, you, get you game time ready. So spiritually, mentally, physically. I like just it. Just be ready to go. Just be ready fans. to be loud and be proud and rock that stadium. I just hope it's not too loud it's that we can't much. hear each other talk to each other on the NFL today. I, I hear you. We got a two-hour show on Sunday. Two hours. Two hours. Oh, wow. One to three. Yes. On the field. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll be on the field. Yeah. They making you interview anybody and running that whole thing? No, I, I don't, I'm sure Drew's got the other guys doing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. I, I don't. He hasn't asked me to do much. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Leaving you alone. Any musical performances? I think there They're is. All, yeah. There's probably. I we have nothing to do with that. Yeah, I've been trying. To I just don't, it. don't don't have a speaker behind us. <clears throat> and they're telling me, they have told us, that the Baltimore Ravens have been very, very supportive of us being there and making sure that everything's right for us. Mm. It's one of the best-run organizations in the NFL, by the way. And you know you know how you know that? Because there's never any controversy. A lot of stability. Yeah, but there's never any controversy. I mean, like, they they just play good every year. They play tough every year. Not lately. I mean, I mean, I mean they know, Ray Lewis, Lewis no, but Ray Rice, coming, coming, yeah, but those guys, Mark Jackson's contract last year, yeah, quitting on a team. That's not controversy. That's just normal business. That was a controversy. And by the way, Ray Lewis is probably the greatest middle linebacker to ever play. I'm not saying he didn't have controversy in his personal life. Yeah. He did. And Ray Rice had controversy in his personal life. He, you know, they, they all, every team has that. But this team is right now one of the most successful, stable franchises in the NFL. And did you see, just quickly, um, I only saw the headline right before I walked in. Uh, it wasn't pro football talk. I um, can't think of what it was. But it said, momentum for Belichick to Falcons losing steam. How is that possible? Uh, internally, that's how that's Internally, possible. what? If the owner wants him, you hire him. Right, but he may say to the owner, look, if we're... If I'm coming in here, and this is, this is, I wish every coach would do this. And I don't know if Brian Dable did it here. I don't know if Rob Sal, I can't see doing it. But Bill Belichick is an established, great coach of all time. Yeah. So when he goes and sits down with an owner, he's going to say, look, if you think you have a losing culture in your building, I got to get everybody out of the building. I can't have spies. I can't have shiv, shiv stickers. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I can't have your guys in here, my guys in here, and they don't get along. Yep. I mean, I need that. I need to have a tight building, no tweeting, no uh, you know leaks, none of that crap. You know how Aaron Rodgers talking about the leaks out of the Jets and all this other stuff? Yeah. I mean, he's the biggest leak because he goes on you know McAfee every week. But I would just say that the reason why that's not happening faster is because I'm sure there are people in that building that want to keep their jobs. And they are the ones that could be leaking. I suppose, yes. This kind you, of crap. You might be right. To save their job. But I understand that because that's kind of human nature. Uh, Rangers lost to the Sharks in overtime 3-2 despite having a 2-0 lead in the third. And the Islanders fell to the Golden Knights 3-2 as well. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots 
of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. So you were just talking about Bill Belichick and the Atlanta Falcons and Jerry seeing a headline where maybe that relationship is not going to happen. Bill Belichick not coaching the Falcons, but out on the West Coast, the rumors and the headlines are different with the Chargers and Jim Harbaugh's he was down there for a second interview, and the word that was used in the reports was striking distance. They're in within striking distance of hiring Jim Harbaugh. I happen to love Jim Harbaugh. I loved him as a NFL head coach. I loved him at Michigan. I think he's quirky and great and works with quarterbacks tremendously well. Uh, His defenses in college were very good. His defenses, the 49ers, were very good. So he is going to. I I would be in that division. I understand there's a lot of good teams there. But he will get the absolute best out of Justin Herbert. I have no doubt in my mind the way that Justin Herbert is prepared, his talent, good guy, all that stuff. I think Jim Harbaugh is the best coach available to make him into what all Charger fans want him to be. I'll tell you who the best coach available is to make him the best player he can be. His name is Ben Johnson. He's the offense coordinator for the Detroit Lions. Never runs, been a head coach, though. I know. Runs an unbelievable offense. But he's going to be the head coach of the Commanders. I told you that. So you're telling me that's that's a lock. Yeah. Head coach of the Commanders. Yes. Ben Johnson. Yes. Grain of salt spot? Nope. Lock spot. Lock spot. Lock spot. And I'm telling you what's going on in Atlanta. Okay. I'm telling you. Oh, the whole thing with the... Belichick uh, sits down with Arthur Blank. They have a great meeting. Mm-hmm. Belichick knows. Look, I want I want a tight building. I want everybody in that building to be pulling in the same direction. I am not stepping... I don't have to because I'm Bill Belichick. I'm not stepping into a building where I have to inherit certain people at certain levels of the organization that I don't believe are going to have our best interest in hand. Mm. And the way that I see things is this way. The way this other person see things may be that way. And I know that going in. So I'm not taking a job unless all this other stuff is wiped out. Yeah. I mean, and that, and Bill Belichick could do that. I mean, and that's what he has to do. That's what he built in New England for all those years. And you can say whatever you want about the last three years or four years without Tom Brady. But for the years that he had Tom Brady there and, and they worked together. Man, you never you never heard anything coming out of that building. No, I mean, and he had characters there. Obviously, I mean, listen, they had the Aaron Hernandez thing when Belichick was there. That was crazy. That was nuts. That did happen uh, under his watch. But for the most part, the stuff that you're talking about, uh, where you have a lot of drama, social media nonsense, some of the crap that you see come out of the Jets building, none of that stuff. You tend to happen. forget. You know, he had Charlie Weiss up there, Scott Pioli up there, Nick Casero up there. Uh, you know, he had all these coaches that have come and gone through there and never a bad word ever said about Bill Belichick by anybody. I mean, there may be a player or somebody that may be disgruntled somewhere along the line. But every player that I have seen that has talked about Coach Belichick has said they're better because of him. And that goes all the way back to Lawrence Taylor with the Giants. Yeah. And I don't care what anybody says. You know, he may be he might run a tough ship, but they win most of the time they win. And, um, you know, if he is sitting down with an owner and the owner is 
willing to give him control of the organization, the football part of it, then you got to give him total control. You can't, you can't have him inherit people that have been a part of a losing organization. Yeah, I mean, and some of these owners, they are loyal to certain guys, and that's a tough decision for them. But the term that you always use is ruthless. And if Arthur Blank wants to bring in a guy like Bill Belichick, unfortunately, some of the guys he likes in the building may have to go. And that's the decision he's going to have to make. He's got a pretty good team. They have uh, obviously they've drafted reasonably well over the last few years. They just couldn't. They can't find a quarterback like you know half the teams in the league. But, More than half, right? But I know one thing: the the immediate credibility that he would bring to the Falcons is, would would be off the charts. It would be off the charts. It would be like drafting, um, you know, Matt Ryan and having Kyle Shanahan there with Dan Quinn. That's when they were the Dirty Birds, you know, and they were really good and getting better and better and better. And then all of a sudden, Matt Ryan won an MVP, took them to a Super Bowl. They most likely should have won, but unfortunately for them, you know, the defense kind of imploded there at the end. You know, the Dirty Birds were really, unfortunately, as you said, those two words and my gut goes into knots. Yes, I The know. true Dirty Birds were the 1998 Atlanta Falcons under Dan Reeves and Jamal Anderson, Chris Chandler. And when Dan Reeves was doing the Dirty Bird, which yes, something like this, we would arm and an out and an arm and an out and a yeah. flap. Yeah. And he was doing that on the Metrodome turf. Part of me died. You know, when I, when I, when I think about Dan Reeves being there, it makes me think about Bill Belichick going there. Because mm. Dan Reeves was one of the most respected guys in the history of the NFL. Absolutely. And I kind of think that that would be a kind of a parallel situation. And I think after that, like, because Arthur Blank came in, was it, was he owning the team then? I'd have to go back and look. But after Dan Reeves, all the coaches they had hired, I think, were first time head coaches. Yeah, and they never worked. Well, Except it, for Dan Quinn. Yeah, Dan Quinn got into a Super Bowl, but then he has the biggest blown lead in the history of the world on his resume. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 